too. There's a German crime for that. A true crime podcast where I, journalist and comedian Andrew Bulkley, speak with a guest about crime. Well, it's crime in German-speaking regions. This episode, the guest is Thomas Ewald. The reason, so the reason I wanted to have you on, the reason I thought of you was just because of your German accent. <laughs> I thought like people will listen to this and they'll think, right, he's in Germany, it's German crime. And yeah. Be like, sure thing, whatever. And then they'll hear your accent and be like, oh yeah, he really is. He really is. <laughs> but you never heard me uh, talking English before. Huh? No, but you, when I asked you, do you want to come on and you got nervous, I knew it was going to be good. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I just told it some friends of mine, and uh, they uh, didn't. They can't can't stop laughing. What? That you're going to do a podcast in English? Yeah. Or? Okay. But so you're Thomas Ewald. Um, you were a journalist. The, yeah. The reason we know each other is because you're also a comedian now, and you were a comedy writer. So you're one of the few people in Berlin who does comedy, who's making money from comedy. Yeah. But so how did you make the jump, like the coronavirus from the bat to the humans? From journalism to comedy, uh, it's like the same on wet market. Uh, there, there are some uh, mixed goodies, and and someone just chose me. Uh, I was um, a journalist, and uh, then I, I saw this. I saw. Can you cut it? We can cut it. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I thought um, a, a job uh, for the Heute Show, yeah. a really popular German uh, rip-off of the Daily Show. And a poor ripoff, popular but poor. Yeah, a German ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they they searching for a journalist uh, to brief the um, writers, the writers' room. And one of the head writers um, didn't work that well because he has some um, personal issues. And uh, so I took took his job, and that's how I turned journalist to a writer. Did you want to be a comedy writer? Was that yeah, it? yeah. All right. Um, 2015, I, I just moved to uh, Berlin to become a comedian. Yeah. And then uh, one month later, I got a, a call from the Heute Show. And so I have to move back to Köln, Cologne. And um, yeah, that's my start in comedy. Are you from Cologne? Uh, near Cologne. It's Rhineland. Which word? Where, where? Uh, Trier. Ah, okay. Where Karl Marx is from. Of, co of course. Yeah. And it's really funny if you uh, read the um, Kapital. Do you say Kapital in, in das English? Kapital. I think we say Das Kapital. Yeah, when, when you read it in a um, dialect from uh, Karl Marx, he has actually a really uh, special dialect. It's called Moselfränkisch. It's a Gesundheit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really special dialect in um, in Germany. I've never, I've never heard it. Um, you say you, you didn't say Ich. You say Eich. That's weird. Yeah. But so are there parts of the Marx? Then you're more social. No. Yeah, because Marx was socialism, communist. Which was it? He was the first uh, socialism. Yeah. Socialism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it, so there's you understand it better than anybody else. No, because in Tria we don't talk about Karl Marx. Tria is is really black. It's it's uh, really Catholic and. Um, By black, you have to explain black is conservative. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. In Germany, we say uh, black to uh, really conservative. Like uh, when we, everybody vote the uh, Christian democracy democracy union and um, yeah, lots lots of Catholic, stupid things happen there, and so we we didn't talk about Karl Marx. All right. It's a big thing um, when somebody wants to uh, celebrate Karl Marx's birthday in Trier because um, the politicians don't want it. 
Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was, I was, with my facial expression, I was expressing surprise, but that doesn't work on a yeah. podcast. It's, was, it's the only city where, where someone who is uh, um, really popular and, and uh, a historical person don't be celebrated. Well, what about, where's Hitler from? Um, See, we don't even know. Yeah, but, but, but they have the, uh, his birth house is... Uh, they is, just saw it's a police station now. Yeah, but but only five years ago they they changed it. Yeah. Before that, there was a museum. Pro, not, pro not, or yeah, not official. It's, it's like there's a um, so a tafel. Yeah, a board. Uh, uh, yeah, plaque. Plaque. Yeah. So that says Hitler. Yeah, here. and you can travel there. And Obersalzberg, it's uh, it's a really nice museum if you want to go with your kids and have the same site as, as Hitler. So. My my kids are already my German American kids are already sick of the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, I can't understand it. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, your your generation was too. Like, you you had the Octum Zexia teachers. Ah, uh, no, not not that much. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's um, it's weird because uh, in Trier everybody say we didn't make anything because we are Catholic uh, Catholic Catholics. How do we say it in English? Catholics. 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 Leave out the O. <laughs> <Catholic. laughs> fine it's good but so and i just yeah. want to say i'm not trying to uh glorify the holocaust i'm saying that in germany people were taught about it so much it's like banged on their head so much that sometimes point you think like okay yeah it's it's tough topic it's it's like you have to wear the um old clothes of your grandparents yeah and they're itchy and you don't want to wear them but but nobody told told you why you have to wear them you know did it, you just make up this metaphor is this a real no it's it's, it's my metaphor nice yeah I, I think it's 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 like a PR strategy, a PR strategy. Yeah. So um, we Germans didn't really um, aufarbeiten. You uh, don't really. Uh, yeah, what is it called aufarbeiten? You haven't really dealt with it. You haven't yeah. really cleaned up. We we say we we did, it. but we didn't. Yeah. So and um, so it's it's like you're looking at a construction site building. Yep. That's never really built, and that's why it's so boring to many kids. Ah, because if you went into the construction site, actually dealt with the construction, yeah, maybe took down some walls, put some new walls. Like then, yeah, walls are probably the wrong metaphor, but yeah. yeah. But if you did something with it, then probably okay, that makes sense. I think so. That's probably its own podcast for, on its own. Yeah, but the part you were also, but you were a criminal. You were a police reporter. Yeah, I was a police reporter for three months only uh, and then I was a um, online journalist and I have to do many um, picture galleries of um, crime scenes <laughs> because that that's the thing that clicks yeah and um, yeah that's uh, that's how I saw many dead people <laughs> I actually uh, my very first job was a was as an editor for a police publication yeah and uh, we used to get books to review, and it was like a homicide investigation manual. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I saw lots of... I felt creepy. Like, then other, the salesmen would come in and would want to see these books. I'm like, dude, they're disgusting. You can't... I can't just loan this book to you. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but in America, there's a, a, a really long tradition of uh, good crime scene photography. Okay. Well, there was... A, yeah, uh, I mean, Andy Warhol did it too, even. Yeah. yeah. And there was this, this guy in the 20s... Um, who, who laid uh, the corpses a special way that they look more dramatic and, and he's kind of um, um, made something up to, to have better photos. 
I should uh, I should know his name because I saw some of his stuff at the Sheen and uh, not Sheen at the Muse- Museum of Modern Art in Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't go to his names. <laughs> I don't go to his names. <laughs> so that's the German. Yeah. But so that was that was actually the real reason I asked you was because I knew you were a journalist and you at least know what a fact is. Whether journalists, we journalists care about facts or a different thing. That was actually yeah. Not just because the accent was. It? We 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 trying to care about facts. Right. Yeah. And I was a, actually, I was a police, I always wanted to be a police reporter. And one time when I became a financial journalist, did I tell you this? I don't know. I kind of messed up. Uh, and I messed up and my editor called me into the conference room and goes, if you do this again, I'm going to have to put you on the night cops beat. <laughs> it was like a threat. And I was like, what are you talking about? That would be the best. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It was financial journalism. So there was no night cops beat, but I didn't see it as a threat. I thought. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not so easy. Um, well, uh, my, my first one of my first uh, things I had to do there was an accident um, with a, uh, a train and I have to uh, locate the, um, the driver of the train in the hospital Oof. and that was really um, annoying and not, not annoying yeah. Uh, yeah disheartening yeah yeah. heartbreaking and and i only can uh, i only um, managed to say that he is lying on the second floor of this hospital and i i know um the room but i can't tell didn't i couldn't tell the room the room number did you go in and talk to him no yeah, i don't know if i could that's what another police reporter i talked to when she was like i can't call the mothers of murder victims at midnight anymore yeah and uh, this is uh, a thing many uh, police journalists or police reporters uh, source it out to the photograph people because they, they are really dark-hearted guys they, they never sleep they drink uh, 20 gallons of coffee uh, a day and they're they yeah they don't know such a thing that moral they're dead inside yeah, yeah yeah all right and they're really um i often thought in berlin they are so uh, ex stasi guys Ooh, Be- because they, they have this this yeah this um this black heart kind of thing <laughs> That's brutal, man. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're um, rushing into a hospital room with um, a victim of a yeah of a crime scene and and just making some pictures. And then they ask, "Do you okay with Can the I pictures?" The but they are so fast that the victim doesn't even know what to say. And so, yeah, that, that's. It's- that's actually funny. That's not a bad segue into the crime I want to talk about today because what I was amazed about with this crime when I started researching it, there are tons of pictures. There yeah. are pictures everywhere of every little like part of the initial investigation, which is rare in Germany. You don't really have that many pictures. There's like the cops at the crime scene. There's the blood at the crime scene. There's a witness at the crime scene crying. Um, we'll get to that. They had to swim in the river. There's the cops swimming in the river. Yeah. There's just pictures everywhere, Yeah. which usually doesn't happen. You have it uh, when when it's a big political um, crime, then you have it. Yeah. Do do you know Barschel? Barschel, this guy who's um, uh, slept in his uh, bathtub. No. He was a politician uh, from politician from uh, Schleswig-Holstein. Northern Germany. Yeah, and um, he killed himself with a propofol, I think, or something like that. And a reporter from the Stern. German um, newspaper or, or magazine just make photos of him lying in this uh, bathtub dead, and it got it, it uh, become a cover. Oh. Become a, uh, isn't that illegal? Ah, uh, it, it was the, the 
Ja, the, the 80s, I think. Okay. So 80s, there, there wasn't yeah. such thing as moral or something. It became in the, ni in the 90s, it would uh, become a thing. Morals. Yeah. And you couldn't really ask him if you could take a picture of him because he was dead. He was yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. I don't want to waste too much. I mean, it's not, this is actually good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but so uh, I want to talk about a murder. I have to look at the date. I looked it up. Uh, it was last August. It was August 23rd last year, August 23rd, 2019, about noon. And I was just going to go chronologically how I saw this. Because like I said, I'm kind of a police... Uh, I don't want to say a fan because I'm not a fan of the police. Uh, Black Lives Matter straight away here. Um, I'm wearing a Portland t-shirt today in support of my Portland friends uh, getting kidnapped off the streets. Uh, but I've always been kind of interested or, or fascinated by crime. And so every time something happens in Berlin, crime, I always read it I get updates. So it was like last summer, yeah, all of a sudden there was a report that somebody had been killed in an area called Kleiner Tiergarten, the small animal park in a neighborhood called Moabit. And I think the initial, the initial thing just said this guy got shot. The assailant was on a bike and rode away. And he was maybe seen by two teenagers throwing the bike and the gun into the Spree River, mm -hmm. which is about, I looked, it's like 200 meters from there. Could not have been lazier. Yeah. Like, I guess he could have kept it, but he really didn't put no effort in it. So that was how I saw it. That's what I... It was how I read it. And then the next day they said they actually caught the guy because these two teenagers saw him throw the, the bike and the gun, I think a backpack that ended up having a wig in it into the river and the teenagers could tell the cops. It's, when did you find out? Did you find out about it later or did you find out about it out about right then? Uh, I, I remember it was a push um, notification uh, in my email. Um, <laughs> in my emails. And uh, it, yeah, it... First, I thought it was a, a mafia thing, a mafia uh, uh, or Arab clan thing, uh, because it was so obvious. It, it, it's like a, a execute, execution. Um, someone dropped his gun. It's it's like soprano shit. It was, it was in the. I, mean, I don't think we knew till later on. It was a silenced pistol shot three times and two times in the back of the head. Apparently, shot three yeah. times actually. Yeah, I thought I thought okay, somebody owes somebody money. Yeah, somebody took off with somebody's drugs. And then you have to say, like, the Kleiner Tiergarten, we have to explain what the Kleiner... First, the neighborhood, Moabit. Yeah. I mean, you were in the bigger part of that vetting. We're in vetting right now. And a sub-neighborhood of this neighborhood of vetting is Moabit. Yeah. Are they separate? No, there's, it's a sub... Yeah, they're separate, but it's um, Mitte. That's true. It belongs to Mitte, too. Yeah. Okay. But, but Mitte is, is, I think, the biggest... Um, one of the biggest um, areas in... Berlin. But anyway, in, yeah. in, every, in a Berliner's head, Moabit belongs to Vetting. Yeah. And Moabit is like, it's kind of the New Jersey of Berlin, really. Yeah, but, but a little more... Um, uh, I, I never went to New Jersey, but, but uh, <laughs> my imagina imagination of New Jersey is that it's a um, really vast area. It's it, a huge state. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a huge state and, and Moabit is really small. Moabit, it's it's like uh, you have Charlottenburg and uh, Wedding, and Moabit is just um, squ squashed together. Yeah, yeah, it's so, kind of stuffed in there. Yeah, it's the only. Well, they say the only district surrounded by water, but that's not true because Museum Island is surrounded by water. Yeah, so it's kind of a lie. It's a nice anecdote. It's surrounded by water, which gives it that swished-in thing. I mean, you have to cross a bridge to yeah. get there, no matter where you come from. It also has the city jail. Yeah, one of the. Um, Popular, popular, uh, most popular, yeah, most popular, <laughs> most popular jails in Berlin. Oh, it's the one it. that was in uh, ba Berlin Babylon. Yeah, uh, it's that jail. 
everybody. If you talk about a jail, if you say jail in Germany, that's the jail that pops yeah. to mind. Yeah. If you take a cab from the airport, you might go past it. Yeah. Also, what I now know because I'm involved in my own, I am the defendant. I'm not the defendant. I'm the plaintiff. Yeah. Guy attacked me in traffic. Doesn't matter. There's also there's courts all over the place, right around this park, Kleiner Tiergarten Park, surrounded by courts. Yeah. Probably because the jail's right there. And one of the courts, um, Kurt Tucholsky, often sit there and write his uh, articles about uh, crime. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Three Penny Opera. Yeah. Just for uh, Three Penny Opera is pressed. Ah, what's who did? Tucholsky wrote, uh, he's the one that said, I can't eat enough to throw up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and it's it's really small and, and the, the streets are really narrow. It's, it's um, in German we say getrungen. Getrungen? Yeah, getrungen. It's, it's so... Uh, squished. Yeah, squished. It's, it's a little bit dark because there are many little streets who... Um, yeah. I think you say cloying. Like it's kind of... It's also menacing. Yeah. And it is... A, we were talking about this before. How did you explain it? With the, the park, the Kleine Tiergarten? Uh, it's like a justice-free zone. Yeah, it's a law free. I think we would say law, law free. free. Yeah, like there's. It was that. It either is the highest crime rate in Berlin, or one of the two, three yeah. highest crime rates in Berlin. And it's it's uh, the the craziest thing about that is if you drive through the Tiergarten with your bike, you didn't see much people. It's really peaceful. It's nice. It's uh, beautiful nature. But but when you look closely behind. Um, trees or behind bushes you will see some fucked up shit <laughs> but you have to really 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 um, slow on your bike or when you're walking and you have to really be careful to look at these so so you're telling us you slow down and look yeah because um, when when I read the newspapers in every city I, I, I lived when I read the newspapers there's a crime scene or there's much crime happening I want to look at this because yeah, no, yeah. It, uh, for me often it, it's uh, only prejudice so it is often it's it's uh, it colors the neighborhood even though maybe the neighborhood isn't like that yeah yeah i'm the same way i always i always like kind of the seedy part of town just to see and it, to be fair in germany you can go to the seedy part of town and survive you can live yeah which is nice because we have no guns yeah <laughs> which is also what part of this this crime was weird was that the guy had a gun yeah but but there are um in in berlin it's uh It's it's like a capital for for crime too, every big city. And so there is a um, a word we we didn't see as civilians, and there are a lot of guns, but but they never pointed at civilians. Yeah, it's like their own world. So um, it's like Narnia. <laughs> so we have, to, we have to go to the wardrobe to get a gun pointed at. Yeah, us. you have to go to to a special vet um, bureau. Yeah, the betting, betting, oh, yeah. Yeah, betting places, or you have to go to a special shisha bar, and then it's like it's like going through the um, through the Narnia, yeah, shit through the looking glass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it, of course uh, that's why I on, uh, always go to these um, places because it's um, statistically so if there is a poor neighborhood, the police is not there to protect the people but to survivalists. The people, it's always there, and that's that's why the statistics are so high. Yeah, because they're there anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's why I thought like a Moabit. If a crime happens, the first place you go is Moabit. Like you're like, okay, yeah, my bike is probably there. Whoever stole my bike is <laughs> yeah. now in Moabit. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure the cops like there's a murder, and so I think that's also. I was actually thinking this with this murder. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, no problem. Uh, was you commit it in this place where there's already high crime, just like you're saying, the cops are already there, and then this dude totally lazy 
like it was a straight line 200 meters to the river probably people at the crime scene could see him ditch the bike in the river like and all he had to do was ride another 500 meters would have found another place in the spray river because it goes through the middle of town could have thrown in there and walked to the brandenburg gate where back then before corona there were six bazillion people who yep. would have disappeared like it's just like a just a clown really yeah yeah it's it's uh really mysterious that he uh came with a bike yeah do you have to he can he could walk he could really slowly walk down and shoot him yeah just disappear into the middle you were actually making a point about the you go to these areas because the crime the cops are always there it's just that's why the statistics are high yeah but 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 in tiergarten that the cops are Yeah, it's it's a speciality about the Tiergarten. Um, you have like a homeless people city. Um, 2019, 2018, there, everybody who's homeless just lived in Tiergarten. And uh, it's it's in Germany, it's so that the most crimes or murders are happen in, in the homeless scene because people are drunk, people are under drugs. Um, um, And yeah, they're always nervous, and um, that's why the police doesn't really care about these yeah, people. Yeah. So there was another crime I'll do later on, but it was uh, the basically it was an African asylum seeker said this woman is trying to kill my child. Yeah, and the cops were like, "No, you're black, and you're an asylum seeker in the wrong city. We're going to arrest you." Yeah, they deport him, and of course, she kills his child. Yeah, same thing. Like just, you're looking the wrong. You're, they're looking at the wrong people. Or they're looking the wrong way at the people. Yeah, and it's it's really inter interesting uh, about this case. Uh, we are talking about um, because one year before the murder of the Georgian uh, guy, there was a murder on a, a really rich woman who is, um, I think, she worked in a um, in a castle. She she managed a castle, a really rich, and uh, a homeless guy murdered her. Was that the one by? Yeah, yeah, and um, that's the point where, where police becoming to be uh, interested in the homeless scene, and so Berlin, yeah, uh, um, die vertrieben. He, they drove them away. Yeah, they drove them away. No homeless people uh, are seen there, and um, that that's so interesting that this guy take the Tiergarten as a spot for his uh, action because. It's not that anymore like it used to be. So you're saying that the assa this assassination that we're talking about. Yeah. It's interesting you picked that. Yeah. And it was so we so then the next day it came out that yeah, the guy that got killed was from Georgia, mm -hmm. Russia, Georgia, not America, Georgia, was a, some kind of asylum seeker, and the guy that they arrested was Russian. Which then they were saying he wasn't talking. And it still sounds like a mafia hit. It sounds like Georgian dude was into some kind of weird post-soviet mafia thing yeah. owed some russian mafia money and this was the hit seemed pretty weird but then i think it came out when did this thing i tried to write it down it was like a month later that um this website i'd never heard about bellingcat apparently some investigative journalist der spiegel the big news magazine in germany And uh, website insider had gotten together done some investigated found out some stuff about the guy that killed the georgia mm -hmm. dude Uh, he didn't. The name did not exist. Forty-nine-year-old Russian guy named uh, Vadim S. Because we're not allowed to use last names in Germany. Okay, sorry. I think you could use it. it's a fictive name. Yeah. Vadim Sokolov 
did not exist. This man did not exist in any Russian database, in the passport database. He uh, had gotten his passport. It was an emergency passport without biometric information. He got it like six weeks before the vacation even. He got this passport, got on a plane from Moscow to France. And even if, if his name didn't appear in the passport database at that point, the, the French authorities would have questioned him because yeah. they would say, there's no record of you. Who are you? Unless somebody said, no, he's a spy, let him in. Or the Russians put his name in the passport database for that trip and then deleted it. So he didn't exist. So this, these websites are like, we have no idea who this guy is. He does not exist. Yeah. Sketchy passport. And it was this, the passport came from the same authorities who uh, are always covered up spies. Yeah. It's... Um, GRU. Yeah. Group. I don't even know what that means. Other than that's the guy from Minions. Yeah, I don't... I, I've... I was briefed with KGB, and for me, it's KGB. Yeah, so it's a, it's a <laughs> it, it's new KGB. It's new KGB. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So it's, it's basically there's this. So it's crazy. It's like who is this person? And then it turns out the Georgian guy that was killed. I don't know when this all kind of came out. It was like it was like weeks. This kind of trickled out. It's like what? Like the the murder went from kind of a kind of a vaguely interesting park assassination to just batshit crazy in about six months. Yeah. Turned out the Georgian guy was seeking asylum in Germany. Germany, though, had him listed as an Islamic risk. Mm. He was on the list of like potential terrorists. He had fought in the Chech Second Chechen War against Russia. Uh, I could read it because I don't always understand all the shit. I'll read what the, yeah. this is what Bellingcat wrote. Having volunteered to fight against the Central Russian Armed Forces in the Second Chechen War, he continued supporting Chechen separatists while based in his native Pankizi Valley in Georgia in the ensuing years. He also recruited and armed a volunteer unit to fight against Russia's war in Georgia in 2008, though they probably didn't fight. Um, they were then slowly naming him. Uh, oh, I don't have his name. I don't have it here. They finally had oh, his name was Zalemkan K. Zalemkan, I think we can actually use his last name because as it turns out, also not his real name. Mm -hmm. Zalemkan Kangoshvili. Do you speak Russian? No, but, but uh, Shvili is, is always the ending for a Gregorian name. Ah, okay. Yeah, I know that. that's uh, it's a classic. It's like Müller in Germany. Is so they just gave him a generic name. Yeah, and he was seeking asylum here partly because he'd already survived two assassination attempts, like one in Ukraine and one somewhere else. Yeah, so sketchy people, really sketchy people, and uh, really sketchy is uh, the fact that uh, the Chechenian uh, in Berlin are uh, the assassination assassinators for for everybody who wants to kill people in Berlin. You always you just go find a Chechen. Yeah, it's it's that that's their job in Berlin. That's, that's it's, like it's it's really true. It's, you make it sound like the the employment office is like, oh, you're from Chechnya. I've got an offer. Yeah, that's 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 like that. Yeah, yeah and um, but uh, as a, it, it's really luck that that somebody uh, see the appointments to the uh, Russian um, GRU, because um, in Berlin there, there are a lot of these murder cases. For these Russian things. Yeah. Yeah, we, can go, we, should, yeah, we yeah. should go back and talk about. No, it's okay. Sorry. No, no, yeah. it's good. Because uh, one thing you brought up, and I kind of cut you off, is the bicycle. He rides up on this bike, shoots the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. Rides up. It was an, I think it was funny. It was one electric bike, so it was a rental <laughs> bike. It was either last summer, it had to be either a Lime or an Uber then. Yeah. I think it was an Uber, but I'm not sure why I think that. I think they were they were the first. Yeah, it was well. There, there was yeah. those weird line bikes that were super cheap. Yeah, yeah, lasted about a week. So anyway, so it had to be one of those. So, uh, but have there been other assassinations in Berlin like this? 
Only in the uh, in the crime scene, as a crime mil milieu. Yeah, the crime yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, we might even say milieu. Um, so then people started to look into this dude. Uh, by December, Bellingcat had figured out who the suspect was. Actually, Bellingcat didn't figure out. It looks more like if you read it as a journalist, you can kind of read between the lines. It looks like actually the German government figured out who he was. Mm. And uh, then they leaked it to Bellingcat. Yeah. Uh, so what the German government did was they took his picture and they compared it to all the Interpol warrants. I don't know where they got the idea to do this. They report, compared it to all the warrants. One warrant out of Russia for a 2013 murder popped up. And this murder, it's funny, is on video. You can see, you, the murder you can't see, the before and after. I've read this down. Where's this? Uh, so this guy was wanted in 2014. Um, what did I write this down? He killed this guy... Albert Nazranov. I didn't know Albert was a Russian name. Anyway, Albert <laughs> Nazranov. Uh, this, the warrant, the warrant, 2013 murder. Uh, guy rode up to Albert Nazranov on a bike in a backpack with a hat on. A hat could be a wig. Uh, Albert saw him coming, knocked him off the bike. You can see there's a video of this. Knocks him off the bike. Uh, the guy tries to shoot him. The gun doesn't work. Albert runs off. The guy runs after him, shoots him four times in the back of the head, one time in the body. Again, shoots him in the back of the head. Comes back, gets back on the bike, rides away. Yeah. And then it's like, wow, okay. Modus operandi, they yeah. call that. Yeah. So then it turns out, like, there's just... It's, it's like, it's like you, you can call someone in Russia and say, uh, give me the bike guy. <laughs> I don't want the car guy, I want the bike guy. Because, because uh, the environment is uh, important to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want, well, how big is his carbon footprint? Yeah. Can we buy some carbon <laughs> offsets while he's out there? And I don't want the two dudes uh, visiting churches in small British towns because they got found out too quickly. The Skripal poisoning thing. Yeah. yeah. And that was what was crazy about this thing is it turns out like that Skripal the poisoning thing in Russia, everybody knew about that was 2018. That was, I mean, and that seemed, that's a top spy. Of course, Russia wants him. Mm. So then there's this weird murder in... Um, Berlin. Then this thing, I went back and I looked at this Albert guy that killed him. The news presents it as if he was a businessman and it was a mob hit in Russia. But if you start to read more about Albert, he also was involved in political uh, activities against Russia, against separatist movements against Russia. So it, I'm thinking bicycle guy, maybe we should research some more Russian connected murders with bicycles. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's really hard um, it's a really hard case to, to analyze because um, the, the Western Europe is, is fighting an info war against uh, Russia and Russia fights an info war against uh, the, the Western Europe. And um, my question about this thing and, and this thing uh, in the UK, the two murder things with the bike guy, how many of these killings we have witnessed and we thought there only was a criminal thing but they uh, didn't spread to the um, to the press. So you're saying it looks like a, a normal, everyday generic murder was actually a Russian hit job. Yeah, but in, in Russia, it's, it's really hard to find out what's, what's politics and what is business things. Uh, I see what you're saying. So that one might have been. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be uh, both. And, and only about because we have this sanctions about Russia. Now the government goes uh, and... and uh, tip and, and give tips to the press yeah so that that in germany and western europe everybody thinks oh the russians are uh, on a new cold war against us 
supposedly in 2006 russia passed a secret law of course it's a secret law that allows these that allows these political hits in extraterritorial yeah. outside of russia russia of course has never commented on this murder on the suspect or this 2006 law and i have to say when i was researching this this morning i was like should we really do this <laughs> you know like are we are we next uh, yeah yeah I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I do have to say, I was going to tell this story. I worked for a large Russian oil... I worked for an agency on a project for a large Russian energy company, mm. uh, which is, like you're saying, it's sketchy in Russia, business and politics, super sketchy. Like three days before I started that job, I got a phone call from Kazakhstan. I get, ah, okay. Yeah. I get weird calls all the time from like London, yeah. Africa. That's the first time I've ever gotten a call from a former Soviet Republic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's... Uh... So I was like, okay. Frightened. Yeah, it was weird. Was yeah. like, that's strange. I don't work there anymore. Uh, but also, I wanted to say, like, there's this weird thing in Germany. There's a weird connection with Germany and Russia. Like, and it's not, uh, I mean, it's easy to say East Germany, uh, the Iron Curtain and all that, but it's more than that. There's like a weird philosophical, there's a lot of Germans that like Russia. Yeah, that's, ah, that's, oh, that, 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 that's, that's a, a hard bone to uh, thug on it because, um, It's, yeah, for, for example, Konrad Adenauer, the first chancellor of, of Germany, say you can't trust people um, east of the Elbe. Yeah, the Elbe River, which is yeah. the dividing line for East Germany. That, that, that's why Adenauer never wants the uh, unity of, of uh, Eastern and Western Germany, because he always say the people in Eastern Germany are like Soviets, and um, Soviets are all crazy in their minds. Wow, really? So it was like there was this Aussie, Vesti, East German, West German divide even back then? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. before there was an yeah. East German, West Germany? Be because because um, the Eastern Germanys, uh, when, when you go back, really back in the uh, history of Germany, there there were settlers in uh, Slavic. Uh, yeah, Berlin was, it was a kind of a battle between the Germanic tribes and the Slavic tribes yeah. in Berlin. Yeah, and um, the... In, in Western, there were the people who uh, tend more to be to uh, to see Paris as their Paris as their uh, cultural um, influence. Yeah, influence, and um, they don't trust Slavic people, and they don't trust people who live with Slavic people. So, Karl Marx, for example, uh, he have many pamphlets, uh, pamphlets, pamphlets, pamphlets uh, about Slavic people. Wow. That's really funny. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, bad, uh, bad. It's weird, because also the Rhine, the Rhine River is considered the, the wine-beer divider. Yeah. Like the Romans came up on the left side of the Rhine, so they held wine, and then all the Germanic tribes on the right drank Yeah, that, that, that's crazy too, because my uh, I, my uncle, um, he always said uh, he never goes to the um, east of the Rhine. East of the Rhine are all filthy people. They, they don't have taste, and only the people uh, west the Rhine, uh, France, Spain, and so that that's the real people. Yeah, and, that's and and Trier Trier is, is is really funny because Trier is the oldest city in Germany, and uh, the Romans built it. And um, for everybody who's who's not from Trier, but but ten twenty kilometers away from Trier is is like uh, a barbarian. It's, it's, yeah, it's, we, we still make it to make fun of it. So for, for, for three other people from the uh, Saarland are filthy dogs. So you guys are Asterix and Obelix and everybody else is the Gauls. Yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah. It's straight up. Yeah, and uh, that, that's why we, we, we um, that, that's the weird uh, situation we have with Russia. And then there's, of course, the Berlin-Prussia connection to Russia. Yeah. Russia, um, well, it's in the name, Prussia. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course, Prussia, Russia, yeah. And um, they are like little brother and big brother. And uh, so that they always fight about uh, influence and power. So that there is a time when uh, the Russia are the big, big guys and then Prussian was the big guys. And that's why these two people, uh, these two nations are always have a really strange um, um, relationship. Yeah, relationship, even in the world, 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 <laughs> world wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is super good because that, that's honestly like a question I've always had. And every time I say it, when we're drinking beers with somebody, somebody says, oh, yeah, East Germany. And I always say, no, 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 no. It's. It's more than that because you'll have, I mean, I'll have, you'll have beers with other people that you don't really know. And they have this weird, as an American, we hate Russia. Like, it's just black and white. It's yeah. cartoon. It's um, probably necessary for our existences, whatever. I know it's wrong, but it's just how it is. We hate them. Yeah. And I'll have beers with these guys. And you notice they have this weird affinity for Russia. Like, this weird, like, you know, it's Russia. And, they, and they're, they're kind of into it. And I'm always like, yeah, but why, why? And you're the first person to explain it. Yeah. Like, it's, I should have done this podcast a long time ago. <laughs> I would know exactly all of these things. That's okay. right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really strange, and um, yeah, Russia. Uh, if if you take Saint Petersburg, Saint Petersburg is is like uh, a Russian uh, tra- tsar. Tsar. Tsar uh, is is building Europe for his own. It's it's it looks like a lot of Europe influence, and and he, um, and 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 in this time when when Saint Petersburg was built, um, they um, took France. French cooks uh, who cook for them a lot of um, Russian delicatessen yeah. uh, based on French cooking. So they like just didn't because there was a time that, that they thought, no, we're not Slavic anymore. We are the real Europeans. You have to understand us. We are uh, uh, the same people as you uh, as you are. And um, yeah, that, that's really funny. And so um, Germany and, and, and Russia, we have one thing in common that that's the um, Uh, Selbstwertgefühl, our self value, our self. Yeah, that, that our identity. Exactly. Yeah, we, we we always we be not sure about our identity. We always want to be uh, other. Yeah, nation and. Yeah, there's this weird sort of mournful thing about Russians. Like if you ever hear a Russian story, there's always just some horrible, terrible, and it's kind of yeah. like, oh, if I'd been somebody else, it would have been. But because I'm Russian. Yeah. Ah, that's funny though about the French, like the French cooking. Like this cocoa van, but it tastes better with caviar and vodka. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, the one of the main dishes uh, when you celebrate something in Russia. There's the um, salad Olivier, and it's uh, it's a salad with with a lot of mayonnaise. So <laughs> that's, that, like, that's like a good American salad. Yeah, yeah, it's like a salad from Ohio or something. <laughs> so. Throw in some Jello, and you're back in the 70s. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that's the thing. Um, but what what I wanted to say uh, to the murderer in uh, Germany, can, do you know Ferdinand von Schirach? I know the name. Why do I know the name? Uh, he's, he's a, uh, he was uh, um, uh, an Anwalt. He's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, a lawyer. Um, and uh, he he write about his cases he uh, he have. Uh, and there was a Russian guy who killed with his bare hands. Three um, slugs or, or so. Slugs. Uh, slugs. Yeah. You mean? You don't mean Schnecken? No, no, no. I mean this. This. Slugs. Uh, yeah. Criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he was waiting on the uh, ZOB, the, the Central Omnibus the uh, bus, bus, bus station. Yeah. Central bus station. It's funny in German it sounds so official. Like it's like oh it's this big. And in America the bus station is basically Moabit. It's like the crappiest yeah. area of town. Yeah. Uh, f- 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 
uh, for, for me it's the same I, 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 I always when I, when I heard ZOB I, I know it's really awful there and dirty and this guy um, he, he was um, yeah they, they um, kicked him a little bit and, and just uh, haben ihn so gestoßen und geschubst Push, pushed him yeah. yeah pushed him and then he turned out to be a Russian mob killer and he killed the three guys with his bare hands you see it on a, a video camera and um, it's uh, that this case it's uh, it's becoming a, um, a movie dude this is another podcast episode like, yeah and, 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 and that's that's why I thought uh, of course Russian kill Russian people in Berlin it's no big deal and then there's the spelling cat thing That's, yeah. that's a whole new level. No, that's just it. It started out as a sort of totally banal thing. Yeah. And in fact, the more I read about it, the bigger it gets. Like, so there was, okay, so there was the murder. So then obviously somebody sent this guy who had killed somebody before from Moscow to Berlin to kill this guy because he's, for, for his involvement in the Chechen war, which Russia won. Like, why are you even trying to get revenge on this whole thing? Like, yeah. You won. So then in March, there was another story. And, and we all knew about the Skripal poisoning, which is pretty much Cold War stuff. That's not that, ex that's not that interesting for it. Then in March, there was another story in the New York Times. A guy had been sent from Moscow to Ukraine, and he had been given five people to kill. They all had flower nicknames like Rose and Buttercup and I don't know what. He moved into a building with the Rose, the person who said Rose. And at some point, somebody from Moscow called up and said, take out the Rose. Mm. Another guy who'd fought in a minor... I think he actually fought in the Georgian War against uh, Russia. That Moscow sent... The, and it was a minor dude. It wasn't even like... It was like just a guy who was in the army. Kill him. Like, suddenly you're like, well, Russia is out for revenge for these things that happened five years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Then I just read last month, June... July, I think it was. That's this month. June or July. I wrote it down. I took notes. I never take notes. <laughs> Uh, this guy named Martin Beck goes on TV in Vienna and says, listen, I'm an intermediary. I'm helping Moscow set up these murders. I'm working with the Austrian Secret Service. I'm working with Moscow. Um, and he's, he's like basically naming murders and how he's helping facilitate them. And he's like, there, there's a $5 million bounty on my head. Like, they want to kill me now, too. Mm. That's why I'm going on TV. Guess what happens to Martin? Dead. Yeah. Shows up dead. So it's crazy. So it's like, uh, yeah. I have one. Oh, that was the one in the one in, in Ukraine was a guy named Ivan Mamchur. He was killed by Oleg Smorodonov. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so this guy in, in Vienna who knows about all of this, actually, it's like a huge thing. They're just doing it all over the place. Yeah. But I'm with you. Like, if you hear about a Russian criminal, you think, well, yeah, you know, there's like a, a university for criminals, in, which is totally racist and horrible, but. Yeah. I think it's, it's it's not racist or horrible to, to say this because uh, I, I think it's um, it, it depends on time. Um, they just started to make capitalism. If you if you look at New York at, at nine, uh, in the in the late 19th century in the um, 20th century, it's it's the same. Gangs of New York, yeah. for example, it's yeah you have to kill something to make money. Terrible movie. I hated the movie. I really yeah. loved it. I hated it. And, and, then, and then it become really sophisticated if you uh, look at the Koch brothers. That <laughs> oh, wait, you're saying the Koch brothers are like mafia? Yeah, but, but really sophisticated. Yeah. They, they have their, their hands on blood, blood, but they, they don't have to make blood anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tony Soprano. Although Tony Soprano yeah. got his hands dirty. Um, but uh, I want to say what, what you see about the killer in Tiergarten... Um, 
the the guy we're talking about today. Yeah, how lazy he is covered up. It's it's really lazy. No, this is actually another point I wanted to make. Two points I want to make sure I made. Yeah. One was this 2006 law about Russia allowing people to take these assassinations throughout Europe. And I was like, yeah, it's totally wrong. You can't do that. And then somebody said, yeah, what about U.S. drone strikes in the middle of, uh, you know, the Middle East? Yeah. Thought, yeah, fair enough. You know, we're not doing much better. And we're taking out 10 innocent people with it. Yeah. At least this guy. So that was one point. The second one, then I did, I ran into an article, might have been on Insider, I don't know, where they said Russia is making these political hits in Europe and they're being sloppy about it. And they were like, oh, ha, ha, Russia, making fun of Russia. That's intentional. Yeah, of course. It's, it's uh, Putin want to show how easy it is to yeah. kill people if you want to. I, I, I uh, didn't think Putin wants the people dead. I think you, you can call somebody uh, in an office in, in Russia and say, hey, you're working for the government. Can I kill somebody? And he say, oh, of course, give me 2,000 uh, ruble and you can kill if you, who you want. I think it's more, according to this guy in Vienna who's now dead, yeah. it's way more than 2,000 rubles. And apparently... Yeah, yeah, it's way more. It's, it's like yeah. that, that was... That that was a discrimination. Sorry, that was no, but it's a uh, surprise. I mean, <laughs> no, because when you hear about people in America putting out hit jobs, it's like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Whereas, like you and I, I always think like you're gonna have to pay me more than. I'll think about it. If you offer me half a million, I will consider doing. I mean, I never would, but yeah. And I, if I did, I certainly would not just ride my bike two hundred meters and throw it in the next river. Like, yeah. Yeah. You have to be. Uh, you have killed many people to be so cool when you killed someone. Yeah, he thought he would get away. I guess they probably think. It doesn't matter if I get arrested because the Russian government will pull me out. Yeah. And that's what happened to the guy in Ukraine. Or, or there is a, there's a story that uh, people from, from Russia or from other countries, uh, they think, what are five years in a German prison? I think that. What, I, what are five? I, I, have, I have television. I have good food. Um, I have uh, education. Five years in a German prison. It's like... Uh, it's a holiday. Yeah. It's better than having to go to Bulgaria and sit on a dirty beach. Yeah. Which is a lie. Bulgarian beaches are beautiful, but it's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Having to go to a Soviet beach, and which sounds horrible. Yeah, but 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 many people go to Soviet beach. Yeah, the Black Sea. It's uh, beautiful. I'm think I'm trying to think of a horrible beach. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it's the same. But that's actually a uh, problem. I want to talk about that probably another time. Is like that's a problem in Europe or in Germany in general. Is that people do huge crimes here because they know they'll get a million dollars out of the crime. And they take five years in prison. Uh, they just assume that's okay. Yeah, but but when you look at the uh, the really big crimes, um, there are a lot of mord aus affect. Do you know what I mean? Mord aus affect. That they kill because they they hurt in their feelings. Oh, so they're, they're just they're sudden. Uh, Emotional murder, yeah, just yeah. for the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, the big one, like where they stole that big coin, which you can probably do a podcast about too. The big gigantic gold coin, yeah. it's worth like forty million. That's what they said. Those guys did that because they knew you're going to get a couple of years at the most in Germany for a nonviolent crime, and then you're out and you've got. Yeah, that, that, that's. Yeah, uh, I don't like this explanation. Uh, yet, um, when you don't look at um, murderers uh, who kill because of. Uh, Politic reasons, because nobody wants to get caught. Yeah, that enough. that that's your job is not to get caught if you pull something like uh, steal a big coin. Big coin yeah. yeah, it's like that. That that's the thing you want. You want not to get caught. My brother was actually a police officer and uh, a good police officer. For <laughs> he was a good police officer, and uh, he said you only catch the bad criminals. That's what they said. You only catch the bad criminals. Yeah, 
a smart if you and I were criminals, I'm not saying we're not, and I'm not saying we are. Yeah, you wouldn't catch us. Yeah, and and we have. I I think if if you want to to make a, a, a something like like a steal a coin or st um, a bank robbery, you you make everything that you don't get caught. Yeah, you tried that. Okay. Yeah. And th this guy, so they finally found out who he was. His name his name is actually Vadim. That is his first name. His I don't know if I can name his last name. I don't know. Sapkukulov? Krasikov. Ah, okay. Yeah. Vadim Nikolaevich. Now we're, now we're on the list. Yeah. Now we're on yeah, the list. Now we're on the list. Yeah. Uh, he's 54, not 49, as they thought originally. And so the Germans, they, when the, the Germans identified him from this Interpol. I have to finish the story. I guess they find him from this Interpol warrant. The murder of this Russian guy from the warrant was 2013. They put the warrant out on Interpol 2014. 2015, Russia rescinded the warrant. The warrant wasn't actually active anymore. Germany just happened to find it in an old database. And uh, when they went to ask Russia about it, Russia was like, we have no idea what you're talking about. And um, why was I talking about him? So that was... What were we talking about? It's perfect for a podcast. Um... Russians going to jail. I don't know. And we want, uh, we're talking about sloppy. Being sloppy. Yeah. So I was just going to say, so they, yeah, Russia had gotten rid of all the records of this guy. This guy didn't exist. Then when Germany got involved, when Germany said, okay, we do think Russia is actually involved in this. They believe the research. They, that was last December. A different court took it over. I don't always understand all the courts or the prosecutors in Germany. There's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, now it's the highest court. It's uh, the, the court of the political crimes in Germany. It's um, General Bundesstaatsanwalt. Yeah. It's the uh, court for entire Germany. It's like it's like a, a FBI court or well, CIA court. The Attorney General. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, big guns. Yeah. And so right after that, they kick two uh, diplomats out. Yeah. And these diplomats that they kick out, it has to be said, are always spies anyway. Yeah, these are never real. Yeah, uh, my my opinion is uh, there there aren't any diplomacy anymore. It's it's only spies and info wars. Yeah, you don't need the, uh, diplomats anymore. Really? Well, I mean, you need somebody there to like. Yeah, for for the goodwill, anything. for the goodwill. But go if, have dinner. Yeah, but if, if if you look at Europe and and the things that happen in Syria with uh, Erdogan and Putin and. Um, Azad, you you see that that the normal diplomacy we 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 know from the last 30 years are, are shit. What did you study, man? Uh, a lot of uh, Wikipedia. No, I mean, what did you study <laughs> at university? What did you what did you did you go to university? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, in Freiburg, um, philosophy and uh, history. Uh, history, yeah, but but only for. Th uh, um, for summers. Yeah, how do you say? Semesters? Four semesters. Yeah. So you didn't even graduate. No. So I, you're just like an idiot savant. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Um, but, but I think this, this, this sloppy killings, uh, to let me clear that, um, is to spread fear about these people who want to be critical about Putin. I think totally, entirely. It's also, obvious. Yeah. It, it's like you are now messing with the mafia, with the mob. It's like the same. There's, there are no boundaries. There's no, Law enforcement, there is nothing that will um, um, save you. And in fact, both this guy that was killed in Berlin, there were two assassination attempts on him. The guy that got killed in Moscow by the same guy with the bicycle, that was the third attempt as well. Like, they're obviously, he's also, not only are they sloppy, they're very sloppy that it doesn't always work. Yeah. But they also are very clearly saying, try to get away, you're not going to. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this Georgian guy came to, to uh, Berlin. We thought he had this weird Kashvili name, Zelimkam Kangoshvili. 
Al Jazeera turns out I tried to name my sources. Uh, Al Jazeera reported on his um, uh, burial, and his name is actually Tarinka K. So it's not even. I guess he could theoretically have the same last name. Al Jazeera didn't publish it. I don't want to say it. Uh, so, but his real—that wasn't even his real name. He, they, he gave he had a fake name, came to Berlin. They still found him. Yeah. And I did think that was kind of, dude. If you if two people tried to kill you, and you know it's Russia, maybe not Europe. You know, how about Australia? Yeah, but Australia, they are—they're um, Russian, too. You're not going to go anywhere. The penguins in Antarctica would yeah. be. Yeah. Just yeah, think. maybe I, I would choose the USA. Maybe it's the sa safest place. I think so. It, uh, this is part of why I want to start this podcast, is we don't have murders like this in America. We don't have these things. Yeah. I don't know why. I have some theories. I think because we have real jail. Like, no murderer is going to think, oh, I can spend five years in American jail. Yeah. Because I don't want to spend six minutes in an American jail. A jail, maybe. A prison? Like, with real... No. Yeah. I would kill him. I mean, I have I have this weird dream where I've committed some horrible crime, and I'm trying to pick the minute when the cops are going to come arrest me to kill myself so I don't have to go to jail. Yeah, I, I, uh, I always wanted to uh, drive along the Route 66. Yeah. But my fear of getting pulled by a cop is too big. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's this, this, this Rambo fear, you know? I'm driving through with, with, with my rental car, driving through... Uh, city in the desert and there's a cop and he looks at me and say who you look strange come in jail you've so. got a cute mouth boy <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's uh that, that's really strange and um you have the wrong color of skin for that i have to say you you have the right color of skin to just sail through yeah i know but but it's unfair yeah totally unfair and i to be fair i have a huge fear of american cops i do yeah even though my brother was a cop I can tell the story about his wedding where I almost got arrested at his wedding uh, because cops suck. Yeah, and the problem with uh, one one point uh, that's not in, uh, that's had, uh, has nothing to do with with the story is um, we Germans always adapted to things that came from USA, and uh, I think the cops now who are the twenty thirty um, they are like American cops. I I yeah. wasn't on, uh, I have. I saw a lot of demos, uh, demonstrations, and uh, I have a, um, a press card, and, and the cops are treating me so bad. And um, two months ago, I have a rental car, and uh, there's this police car in front of me um, who is just stopping. And uh, I want to set the blinker. Yeah, you want to blink it. Yeah, blink to um, drive by. And uh, unfortunately, I, I take the. Um, The, the lighter, the Fernlicht. The brights. Yeah, the brights. So you brighted the cops. Like yeah. That. And both cops, um, both cops come out of their car and one have uh, his hand on his gun and they go in, uh, in my direction. And I thought, what? So I, did I, you stop or you drive by them? No, no, I stopped. I stopped. I, I uh, turned down the window and say, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I just, I just uh, accidentally came on a bright light. Sorry, sorry. And uh, yeah, that, that's really scary. They were like, damn it, we could have shot you. And now that they, they, they just thought, so, oh, it's a, a, a cop critical guy who wants to, um, a guy. <laughs> a guy. It's like an Austrian accent in English. <laughs> I started uh, to, to uh, talk like uh, Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, but but I think it's it's this environment. There's the the cop union in Germany who always uh, say 
ah, the cops are treated so bad from the uh, public and so bad from the citizens and we have to become better than everybody and it's, yeah. No, so the, the us versus them mentality, that's what happened in yeah. America, yeah. Yeah, I and but 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 the thing is because in America they uh, don't have these killers from Russia is um, Ameri uh, Russia have respect for the CIA. Ah, I think if you if you say the Bundesnachrichtendienst in Russia, everybody begins to laugh. That's the German CIA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what ah, the okay. fuck? Oh, that's a, that makes me proud as an American. Yeah, yeah. Because the CIA is working dirty. Yeah, they always have. Yeah. I always thought, like, with uh, we're running out of time, yeah. but uh, with the Snowden thing, this is my thing. Snowden came out with all that information. People call him a traitor. They want to. I think they should have pardoned him. They should have said, "You're totally right. We're so sorry. Really sorry about that." And just kept doing it. No, the NSA was proud. Yeah, totally. Because you're yeah. like, yeah. And now, now you could say, okay, they've warned. People know what we're doing. But now you know what they think. What the other side thinks you're doing. Yeah. They and so you just go, oh yeah, that's totally what, yeah, sorry. And now you go do something completely different. It's like the best ad you ever had. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the Russian uh, don't touch Snowden because um, he is pointless for them anymore. Yeah, what are they? I mean, they're probably hoping, they're probably encouraging him to go for walks so the CIA will grab him off the street. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think the one thing you d I did mention that I forgot to say is uh, with the info wars, there is an info war that goes along with all of these um, murders. One, Russia doesn't comment, mm -hmm. but they leak weird stuff. Yeah. Like, they leaked a wrong suspect for this murder in Berlin. They're like, oh, it's probably this guy. Mm -hmm. And the picture, they didn't even look alike. Like, it was a dumb leak. Yeah. And the other thing, they always come up, because this is related to Chechnya, they always bring up Ramzan Kadyrov, who is the head of Chechnya. They're always like, no, 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 this guy pissed off uh, Ramzan. And Ramzan's the one getting yeah. uh, revenge. That comes in every one of these murders. Oh, you have to, to read uh, about Ramzan. It's, uh, that, that's a really fascinating guy. Wow, yeah, it's, a, it's another podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm just doing German speaking, but we could do the Russian. All right, I yeah. think. Uh, do we cover? Is there anything else we need to? I have to talk more English. It sounds good. It actually. Yeah, but but uh, the uh, words are not there where they have to be. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thanks, Thomas. Uh, thanks. Oh, do you want to talk about? You want to plug your podcast? It's uh, in German. Uh, no. Thanks.